Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey gang, welcome back to Betting Everything with Wheels. It's a little lonely over here. No arts tonight, no Kyle, just me and Steve. Steve, how's it going, buddy? Hello, friend. It's a good night here. Uh, getting the recording started a little early tonight. Feel pretty good. Ready for uh, a nice little weekend here with uh, all three series back in action. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hectic day, dude. Um, you know, the, the cup practice started early this morning. Well, early in the afternoon, I should say. And then there was Xfinity practice. There was trucks practice. The Xfinity side uh, qualified. The trucks qualified. So it's been a a busy day with the, the, the rights and the lefts. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but for other sports, but uh, the PGA has got two tournaments this week. So I've been working long hours trying to get those plays out for the guys and uh, just kind of trying to put on multiple hats this week. Uh, so right now we're back to the ma- the main show though, with the race in action. Bingo. Bingo. Um, you, sir, you hit a 50 to one outright last week in the PGA. Might I add? Yeah, that was a nice little hit. It's always fun to get those long ones in, you know? Yeah, and listen, we had a personal play on the Euro Tour that also hit, which was which was cool. I I'm not complaining, man. All the all the money spends the same, you know how it is. Truck series, Xfinity, you know, it's the same deal with golf. If Euro, PGA, Corn Ferry, who cares, right? We cashed a corn ferry ticket this year. I mean this is what a time to be alive. We've got the the NCAA tournament going on. Australian rules football just started back up. Three golf tournaments that you're handicapping, Steve. And then we've got the three races this week. It's probably the best time to join the book club at the dgens.net. You get a three-day free trial. You get all these plays. And um, there's, there's a pretty good reason to join, and we're going to talk about it. We've got some monster closing line value. We'll certainly get into that. Um but we're at Coda this week, dude. This is this is like a an iconic F one track. 
Absolutely. And I, I appreciate you leading off with the promo there. Uh, certainly you want to get in that, on that value there at the book club. So yeah, that, that uh, on that front. Sometimes you just got to mix it up. You got to hit them with the goods, right? Yeah, you got to hit them with it. Don't, don't expect it sometimes. Like, bang, we got you. Join the book club. <laughs> I'm wearing a Speedway Steve shirt right now. Boom. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. But yeah, Coda. So we're turning right and left. The all-time greatest Chase Elliott, not in the field uh, this weekend. So it's kind of like a wide open thing. Um, but tell me about Coda. Tell me what makes it different than the other road courses so we, we know how to attack this thing. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Circuit of the Americas down there in Austin, Texas. So all the guys got their fitting uh, cowboy hats out. And, you know how it is down there in big Texas. So uh, Coda, it's a super technical track. Um, lots of lefts, lots of rights. And th- I mean, this track is built for uh, cars with lots of downforce, like Formula One, like even MotoGP, the, the motorcycle racing. Uh, it's it's built it's built for uh, those types of uh, you know vehicles that can turn left and right quick. But now you're, you're putting the uh, these bulky stock cars on, so it's it's interesting. The laps are pretty long, so it's it's really kind of uh, slow, monotonous, very technical, and kind of favors the guys that know how to maneuver these road courses well. Yeah. So this this thing it's three point three miles. Um, Turn one is is kind of different than anything we'll see the rest of the year. It's got a huge incline into turn one, so you can't see it. It's kind of like a blind corner. They call it calamity corner. And, you know, races can be won or lost right there if there's late race restarts. I mean, it, it gets nuts. And then in turn 16, 17, 18, like you were saying, that the S's are super technical. Um, it's a huge test. Um, so we want to make sure we're back in the right guys. And I guess what else is different, Steve, than than road course races prior is there are no stage break cautions. So the field will get spread out, especially over this super long course. How does that affect things? Are you excited to see it? Absolutely. Uh, we, we know how these road courses have been the past few years with the stage breaks. Um, it's really a game of who needs points and who really is kind of racing for the win. So if, if you're taking stage points, stage one, stage two, you're going to, in the past, you'd be mired back there in traffic trying to fight your way through. And we've seen how tough it is to pass in this new car. So if you're taking the stage points, you're kind of giving up the win. And that's, it's, it's super unfortunate to try to handicap on our side because it's just, it's tough to predict who's going to be racing for the win or not, especially at this point in the season where the points are kind of so close and, you know, William Byron's taking our, you know, to the wins at least this year already. So not really, uh, not really sure who would race for what, but now we're just going to have a green flag race all the way through. So you're really just handicapping speed and uh, that's about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Um, We've talked about it at length, Steve, you and I, amongst ourselves and publicly that we prefer boring, just no action type of races. That's when we can make our hay. That's fun for us. We don't like the, the, the super speedways. They're not, they're not great because there's so much variance. Um, so on these road courses, which we're, we like because, you know, we, we feel that we have a good data set um, and they're somewhat predictable. We're taking out, a huge part of the variance of trying to handicap who's going to be taking stage points as compo- compared to who's going to be 
driving for the win. So we're going to see skill. We're, we're going to see um, everybody on somewhat of the same strategy, you'd imagine. We're going to see the good cars get away from the bad cars. Um, mm-hmm. Guys like Dinger, I would I- expect, especially in the, the Xfinity series tomorrow, he's probably going to check out and you may never see him again. Um, so I'm excited about it. It, it, it just it takes a lot of the, the crap out of it. Like So last year at this very race, we saw Daniel Suarez dominate stage one. And then um, he got mired back in traffic, just like he said, at the stage break caution because he pitted. He was mid-pack, and he got wrecked going into Calamity Corner. And that was that was the last we heard of him. And then his teammate won the race. So Suarez had the goods. If this year's rules were in effect last year, he probably wins that race. Oh, yeah, I, I agree 100% now. I know we're, we're kind of getting into it real quick here with Coda um, and talk about kind of what we're expecting this weekend. But I kind of want to get your thoughts on like last week. I know we usually do a recap. Uh, It wasn't our best weekend, but kind of what was your thoughts on the race itself? How did it kind of play out? Did you enjoy it? Do you think it was good uh, for viewers, for fans, et cetera? Kind of, you know, what do you think? I kind of like Atlanta. I had my strong feelings. I'm I'm sure some people run on Twitter. I wasn't a big fan of it. So I kind of want to get another perspective here. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking forward to Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta, or I did last year. The, I thought the product was very good last year. This year, it was terrible. Uh, the truck race was an absolute disaster. The Xfinity race was awful, besides that we had Austin Hill. So, I mean, that 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 makes it more fun when you have an outright winner. And if Kozlowski would have won, uh, you know, we probably would have been, been happy with that as well, since we had him. But th- the racing wasn't great. I mean... Um, they're stuck. There's, there's no maneuverability. Um, the cars are hard to drive. And I think that the cup guys saw the the truck race and the Xfinity race. In fact, Denny Hamlin on his podcast was talking about it and they were content to just log laps and sort it out at the end. And so it, it was kind of, kind of a draining experience. In fact, I, I fell asleep um, <laughs> for, for part of the race. You, you probably noticed I went quiet for a little bit and, and that never happens because Sundays are the best. I mean, that's, this is what we live for. And it just, it wasn't a great product. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it, man. I, I really don't. I, I miss the old Atlanta. I miss the strategy. I, I, I miss being able to pass, but that's what we're seeing this year is, is it's hard to pass in these cars. Yeah, for sure. And I think that certainly exemplified itself further upon, you know, a racetrack like that. It's crazy. The surface they're saying it's already kind of wearing out. It's only been a year now. I know that down there in Georgia, I mean, that's not a super cold winter, but apparently that surface is already starting to wear out. And we've seen one lane really be dominant. So I don't, I really, I didn't really enjoy the product all that much. We know it was kind of crazy on Saturday and both kind of races, Josh Williams, uh, my, my new hero, that guy was kind of uh, sticking it to NASCAR. So stick it to the man story this week, last weekend, that was, it was funny, but uh, yeah, just kind of um, ready to get back to a, a bit of a normal pace this weekend. Um, obviously, results weren't great, so hopefully, bounce back weekend coming. Um, well, the the only result that really went haywire was the uh, the F one race. So, yeah. um, you know, we 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 turned a profit in Xfinity, we turned a small profit in Cup, so we can't can't complain too much. I know the F one race kind of stung with. Uh, we were heavy on Verstappen uh, on, I think, Tuesday when the, the 
odds came out and then, you know, he had the trouble in qualifying. He started 15th, he finished second, but that, um, that really ruined the day. Uh, Keselowski almost got it back. Those guys at RFK are making some fast race cars that, that is really sticking out to me so far early this year. Yeah. Kind of just unfortunate there with Chris Buescher. He got caught up in an incident, but yeah, that, I was surprised to kind of see how much of a leg up the, uh, the Fords had on that kind of track. I mean, they've been good at, at Daytona and Talladega, but they kind of really made a, a statement. Uh, RFK, um, Penske, Logano specifically. I mean, Logano, obviously he had the best car. Kind of, kind of wish uh, we were on him, but didn't uh, kind of, he didn't take the chalk. I mean, I don't, I don't like taking too much chalk on that kind of racing, but it is what it is. We'll move on. Yeah, um, it, it, it just the strength of that that Penske team. I mean, Blaney was two laps down, and he battled yeah. back to to speeding penalty. Yeah, battled back to a top ten. So the, those Fords were super fast, super fast, but. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on, man. We're 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 uh we're beating a dead horse here. So let's talk about the the new stuff. This week's stuff. We're starting with the truck series, and I guess the the way we should maybe attack it is just talk about what we took pre-flop in the book club, and then maybe what what still looks good. So, um, I'll just I'll just run run down the the uh what we've got in cup so far. Kind of a slim card. We took Ross Chastain half unit to win at twelve to one. Can folks still get that, Steve? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, um, I liked Nice uh, a lot headed into this weekend. And uh, I, I liked Ross specifically because he's got a lot of experience. He, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but he has a couple years experience here. He won this, this race last year. So I saw no reason why that wouldn't translate to a truck series. I really feel like uh, Nice is kind of take a step forward this year. It, kind of, it sounds like uh, Carson knows so far. said it was pretty, felt pretty good about how the team was progressing. And it's obvious that that's the case. Um, I remember Carson knows so far was uh, wheeling that niece truck out there with a, with a broken leg. I mean, yeah. that's what, what it was. And he put it on the pole and uh, kind of hit the wall after that. But that he had a lot of speed at that last road course there. Uh, I think it was Sonoma. I'm not sure if it was Sonoma or not, but it's definitely a road course where he showed a lot of strength and Chastain kind of followed it up with a, again, Chastain put it right in the pole. So, and then Josevar was, I believe third. So those two guys are really uh, flexing some muscle to begin the weekend. Yeah. So um, that, that 12 to one number is very, very gone. Uh, I, I was seeing it at two to one plus 225 so we've got a ton of closing line value there um we can't spend it until he he finishes first so that'll be good uh but i really like where we're at with chastain and then uh the other plays we've got we took chastain over Corey heim plus 100 at bet 365 that's long gone i think that's minus 240 now uh carson hosevar over Corey heim as well minus 110 on superbook that's long gone um but we've got ben rhodes over parker kligerman plus 110 I saw that at, at minus one thirty. Would you still play it there? Um, well, let me, let me think. Um, first of all, I want to mention um, Alex Bowman. So what happened was we did have uh, Bowman in a head-to-head. Uh, Bowman did not get a chance to qualify, so that's unfortunate. For most, it should void, no problem. Uh, but I think that had a big influence on what happened to the lines for Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain. Kyle Busch was plus one fifty. And he, even despite 
qualifying second uh, fell to plus 110, while Chastain, like you already mentioned, went to two to one. So I feel like that's got a lot of influence on the fact that Bowman is now not going to be in the race. I mean, there's no way anybody could have seen that one coming. So with that, yeah. that in mind, I, I would say if Chastain has – I, I would still play that maybe at two to one because you've seen how much how much speed the truck had, but yeah. So, um, so you know the other head to head, like I was saying, Ben Rhodes minus one thirty over Parker Kligerman. Would would you still dip your toe in there? If you look at the lap times, Kligerman we've seen have a lot of success on the road courses, uh, but Ben Rhodes as well, I think is, is a sneaky play. And uh, we got um, Rhodes looks like he's starting. 13th, uh, Clearman starting 17th, so track position going to be very important. Um, as we mentioned, no stage breaks, no pretty much talking about green flag stops here. So you got Ben Rhodes. Um, I have him in my kind of short little run that they did here with you know, three, four tenths faster on average a lap. So that plus track position feels like a good play at minus 130. So now they have more data to look at. Nice. Okay. So that, that's still available for the, the fine listeners at home. Uh, we've got Nick Sanchez over Taylor Gray plus 105. I think that thing moved a lot. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, that's yeah. minus 150 now. Yeah. I think Sanchez had a great run today in qualifying. Right. And I, I think that's fine, minus 150. I really do. Nick Sanchez was really strong here at Coda last year. He's got a lot of track position Looks like over Taylor Gray starting fourth. Taylor Gray starting back there around 20th. So got Nick Sanchez. Also, the truck was a couple of tenths better. So only a, only, only a little bit more juice you're paying there. Um, I feel like you're getting a much better win percentage. So Yeah, so what you're saying is based on the starting positions of the cars now, um, there's still value, even though the, the number is is very different. The minus 150 is is implied. Um, it, it's still not not long enough, is what you're saying. Yeah, I would say so because you're looking at. Um, I mean, Taylor Gray would have to make up about 15 spots, and you're playing. You're only you're only paying 20 cents more juice than our first matchup that we talked about. And uh, in practice, Sanchez also had the better truck, so I, I like this place still quite a bit at, at one minus 150. Nice. All right. So there, there's two that you can still have and you can root along with your uh, with the Speedway boys or you can just join the book club. That's probably the best way to do it. But uh, that wraps it up. Have you is there anything on the board now that you like that maybe wasn't there before? Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at DraftKings. Uh, they have one matchup available. It's time of Jesse versus Christian Eckes. Um that's surprising to me that Eckes is the underdog here because Eckes showed a lot of speed in practice and Majeski, not really so much. He qualified well. I'm not sure that if that's going to translate in the long run. I really feel like Eckes has the better long run car and he's they kind of qualify right around each other. So you're getting Eckes at plus 120. I mean, I, I, I would take a stab at that. You, you got any thoughts there? I, I like Eckes. In fact, I, I um, uh, that 19 has been really good this year. Uh, Eckes, not much of a road racer, but, you know, I, I, I wasn't real high on the guy coming into this year, but but he's proven me wrong every step of the way. So uh, we faded him a, a ton last weekend, and that didn't work out so good. So um, 
I would rather have an Eckes ticket in my pocket than than one against him right now. Yeah, I think um, last year they had uh, Derek Krause in that 19 car, and Derek Krause was constantly running up towards the front, but he couldn't ever finish races. So now you have Eckes. I think Eckes is a better driver than Derek Krause. So yeah, the old that combination and <laughs> the old Krause dozer. <laughs> Yeah, I, wouldn't you agree? I mean, I guess it's got to be a better driver overall than Derek Krause. And I just, oh, tenfold. <laughs> tenfold. Um, no, I'm, I'm looking like here at a, a couple other places, Steve. Um, uh, there's a Kaz Gralla Ty Majeski uh, matchup here. Gralla plus 100. I don't know if that, that tickles your fancy. Um, Chastain plus 140 over Kyle Busch. Just got to beat one other guy. Uh, maybe that's that does anything for you? Yeah, if you if you're looking at um, playing the outright or um, playing the head to head, I mean, I don't anticipate a bunch of chaos. I don't know if anybody else is going to beat <laughs> Kyle Busch or Ross Chastain this weekend. To be honest, uh, I mean, maybe Carson Hosevar might do something crazy at twelve to one, but uh, I mean, I, I might just want to stick with the the outright if you're joining in now, but. If you already got the 12 to 1, eh, I don't know. Maybe you do take a shot to head to head, too. I like your style. Um, but, yeah, that, that wraps it up. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in the truckers? I think that's all I got for the truck race. Just uh, we're, I guess, uh, moving on the Xfinity series. Yeah, we'll do that right after this word from our sponsors. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And we're back. That's a cool new sponsor we've got, the old Daily Fantasy. But uh, all right, so we've got you know how much you know how much fantasy I play. So definitely yeah, get, in, get in on that if you can. For sure, for sure, you're you're still spending that money, I'm sure. But it's uh, nice to have a nice buffer in the account. You know, it, it really makes you loosen up a little bit. You are disgusting. <laughs> I the guy the guy bought a. A used Honda Accord, or he can. He didn't, but he could with that those uh, those winnings a couple weeks ago. But, That's right. We, we know cars aren't cheap these days. So they are not. 
All right, so we've got a little bit of a, a healthier Xfinity card here. Pre-flop, we were on uh, AJ Amendinger, the dinger. I was on my knees begging you, Steve, for us to put this on the card. You finally gave me the go-ahead, uh, you know, the, the all-clear symbol. So what do you like about the dinger besides he stuck it on the pole? I mean, that's I, it's pretty simple right there as it is, I think, Um AJ, I mean, he should he should have been the guy that won. Um, he should have won both races last year. I believe he won the Xfinity race, and then he went over to the Cup Series. And uh, it was a three-way battle there at the end between um, the Dinger and Chastain and Alex Bowman. Those three were battling it out the whole way in that last lap. Um, AJ kind of put the move on there. I think it was Ross, and then Ross, I guess, probably wasn't very happy about it. So he just kind of just got Dinger back. He fin- so AJ finished 26, but he really he could have finished, you know, won the race at least finished inside the top three. So, yeah, Ross uh, Ross punted him. Um, I mean, Dinger did did move Ross in that lap uh, earlier, so maybe maybe the Dinger had it coming. But you know, AJ came from a long way back, if you remember, uh, and just walked Ross down late in that in that race. Um, Dinger's the the cream of the crop here. He he is probably the goat on road courses, you know, in today's today's NASCAR scene. So he won five races last year as an Xfinity full timer. Four of them were on road courses, and he won this race last year. Um, he won in the Cup Series at the Indy Road Course in 2021 uh, as a just a one off. I mean, they put him in there to win a trophy. He won a trophy. Um, the Dinger is the very best road course driver i find i would find it very very hard to bet against him uh in this situation uh so we got plus 250 on that number he put it on the pole i think it's plus 150 140 now so i feel really good about it would you still play it at that number yeah i actually don't see this listed on drafting is like they're dropping the ball a little bit so far i see william byron i don't see any i don't see aj up there at all so that's that's interesting but he um, is plus 120 on uh, Bet Rivers. He is plus 125 on Bet365. So I mean the, the numbers are out there. They're all they're all around that that area. Would you still take a shot on anything with a plus symbol in front? I think you have to believe AJ is probably just gonna run away with this thing once they drop the green flag. The, the, the whole thing is getting through turn one, right? You know, getting through that climbing corner. If he gets through there with no uh, issues, I think he'll be okay. Somebody's probably going to want to stick it in there, though. We got Sammy Smith starting second, so I kind of want to see what this what the young the young rookie does there. See if he dive bombs and in there in turn one or not. So that'll be interesting to watch. If, as long as it, as long as that doesn't happen, AJ Pryor runs away with it. So you're taking a you're taking a you know plus one fifty shot there, and what happens in turn one? I think. I think Sammy Smith, um, he cashed like a super long top five ticket for us last year. You remember that? Yeah, it was Watkins Glen. Yeah. So the guy is pretty proficient on these road courses, and I think he has matured a bit. Could he dive bomb it into turn one and ruin our day before it even starts? Yeah, he, he could. I don't think he will. I think he he respects the dinger enough to give him to give him room. Um, you know, and, and Sammy Smith, man, now that he's won, I think he's, he's, his whole mentality is going to change. I don't think he's, you know, going to be 
as desperate for a win right. as we've seen when he's fast. I think maybe he'll, um, if he brings it home P2 or, or top five, that's a good day for Sammy Smith for points. Yeah, I like that. I like that uh, angle there for sure. You always kind of uh, scratching and clawing some more for your first one, but now he's got that out of the way. He can settle in on the season, look more towards the playoffs, and he might be a threat in the playoffs. So it would be fun to watch uh, how the rest of his season goes. Yeah, very talented kid. Um, so further down, we've got Austin Hill for top five, plus 125 at Caesars. Um, do you still like that? Or are you kind of on the fence? Austin Hill didn't show raw pace, but I don't know if Austin Hill is a guy that really kind of puts it all out there in practice. It seems like he kind of really likes to acclimate himself to his environment. Uh, I, even, I mean, the guy's won three races this year already. So I really feel like this guy just kind of shows up for race day. We, the odds got a little, a little bit better on him, I, I would assume. I, I, I got to get a look on a different book because, again, he's missing from this uh, sports book as well. So, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing 12 to 1 on Caesars. I'm seeing uh, 14 to 1 on Bet Rivers. Um, so, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty healthy number on a guy like Austin Hill. He's, he's pretty proficient. Uh, 14 to one on bet 365. And I, I think, you know, even doing this exercise, it's important to have just a ton of different outs, uh, in this game. So 12 to one at Superbook. So, you know, you want to shop around, get $2 extra, just, just for having a different book, you know, 14 to one. But, uh, I certainly like the top five. He, um, he's got the best pit crew in the game. Uh, RCR are throwing down absolute burner stops for him in Creed and, you know, he, he's won on the road road courses in the trucks in his career. I mean, just like dominating wins in the trucks on the road courses. So I think he's a pretty good road racer. Oh, for sure. I definitely think he's one to watch out for on the road courses. Now, a big factor, I believe, in this that uh, we got to keep in mind is uh, Cole Custer, who qualified 10th. I kind of made a bold statement on him uh, about his career and, it's been and kind of where it's going. Um News kind of came out, uh, he, mechanical failure. He's going to be starting at the rear. So he's 14 to 1, and I think that's way too low because asking a guy to come all the way from the back of the field in a, in, in a race like this, I mean, that's that's going to be a, a big ask. So I think, I think you're just getting baked in value around, you know, that area for other guys when you look at that. Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, we, you know, next on the card, we have Austin Hill over Cole Custer in a head to head. We have that at plus 110. Now I'm seeing minus 110. And I would, uh, you know, be willing to get my checkbook out and, and <laughs> hammer that if I weren't so heavily invested already. That number seems prime for the taking. Oh, yeah. I definitely um, play that with confidence. I, <laughs> that's, that's what I say about that. When you got, uh, Austin Hill starting 12th and Cole Custer now starting around 30th. You definitely want to take advantage of your uh, opportunities there. All right. Well, here's an interesting one. This is not on our card, but how about Ty Gibbs minus 180 over Cole Custer? I know we normally don't play things that are that juicy, uh, but boy, what a disparity in starting position. Would you, would you give that a sprinkle? 
I would say the race goes clean as long as you know Ty Gibbs stays out of trouble. I would say that that's probably a play as well. Uh, you got Cole Custer. I mean, I'm not sure if these books realize that uh, he's going to the back yet. If they're probably assuming he's starting tenth, they may not realize that yet. So I would definitely take a take a look. If you have any matchups against Cole Custer, kind of take a look at that and uh, play with pretty good confidence that that good cash for sure yeah okay so this this austin hill cole custer matchup super book minus 110 draft kings 110 so go ahead and punish those criminals at DraftKings for hanging a bad number uh take advantage of that um and yeah i didn't he, notice yeah i didn't notice that they reposted some matchups on drafting as well so for sure uh if you haven't gotten in there um go ahead and get yeah run. i uh, i don't walk. I actually just played Gibbs over Custer at that number on uh, on Rivers uh, for risk to win a unit. So I'm, uh, we'll add that to the card afterwards. That's why I love doing this, man. We always get a couple surprises along the way. Um, for sure. It's, it's fun to talk things out. Let's see. We had a couple more ads here. Uh, we took Kaz Gralla over Dan Hemrick. That was that was a me play, and I don't feel so good about it now. Uh, talk me off a ledge. Well, Kaz Grala, I, I I recall him having success in the truck race uh, with Young Motorsports. He was pretty quick there at Coda last time out. Um, he was super. I mean, I remember him taking over for Austin Dillon at the Daytona. I think it was the Daytona Road Course. Uh, it was a road course, I believe. He finished inside the top ten in the Cup Series, so we know that Kaz Grala has talent in uh, road course style racing. So Hemrick wasn't all that flashy in practice today. He was around fifteenth in in pace. Uh, I got to see where Kaz Grala was, but. He's in a Cas Grala's in an okay car. Um, I unfortunately I, I didn't see all of practice. Yeah, he didn't post really post any practice um, times much at all. Qualified around twentieth, looks like. I still like the play. I'm not. What did you see that you didn't like, Anakaz? Um, he just the practice time. He was down the bottom of the board, but he only ran two laps. Um, so I I don't know. I was just. I, I like that guy. Uh, he's a ham for the cameras, and he's pretty good on the roadies. If you've been listening to our show the last three years, you know that we're not big fans of Daniel Hemrick. The guy finds a way to mess a lot of things up. So, uh, you know, it was just a a, a a guy that's proficient on road courses versus a guy that is just, you know, clumsy 100% of the time. Uh, you know, he, he hurt his foot like a week ago, right? Yeah, I'm working sure out or something. Dressing, but he was yeah, definitely so. limping. He had need the help getting in and out of the car. So yeah, so the guy's kind of an idiot. And <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just that that's why I took Grala. The number's plus one hundred five now. Would you play it? I would definitely number? play that plus one hundred five. I took the practice data out for Kaz Grala. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I, I just did this not that long ago. But if I remove the practice times, you know, something wasn't quite right. So. It pretty much means I'm not looking at practice. I'm looking at what he's done in the race trim over the course of his career. So I, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Cool. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tip that one with not as much confidence as the previous, but you know, it's still, still okay to play plus one Oh five at Superbook. Uh, and I think that's, 
that's all we've got for the Xfinity series, unless there was something else that stuck out to you. Not necessarily. You got um, which Chandler Smith is always a guy that's been sneaky this year. I'm kind of curious. Looks like he qualified 27th. So, yeah, that's why he's 60 to 1 over there at Rivers. Um, yeah, I, I, I was kind of looking at playing him, but I, I'm not sure if I can get there with him starting so far back. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really remember him too much in the truck series. Was he was he any good on the road courses? He, he was uh, he was all right. I mean, definitely not that flashy. But what he's done and with the college car this year has been really impressive to me. Uh, and you know he's AJ Allmendinger's his teammate, so you know he's getting some feedback there. He's he's learning a lot from him. So I, with the way he's been maneuvering things this year, I mean, he's been impressive to me. So it could be a, a winning combination, but it's going to be tough making up that much track position. If you if you want a really long shot, maybe get a bunch of cautions, maybe gain some track position, play some strategy, gets back up there. Um, so that's my long shot. If you want to have a long shot this weekend, yeah, no, I'm 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 good with what we got. You know, I, yeah. I'm I'm very <laughs> invested in the dinger. Um, you know, I, I did that before you you gave the go ahead, and then you did give the go ahead, so I bet more on it. So I'm I'm uh I I like to give the listeners options. If yeah, some no, people, some people like to play the chalk, some others like to play the long shot. So this is a pure recreational activity we've got going on there. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that about wraps up the, the, um, the Xfinity card. I don't see any other matchups here that are, that are really sticking out. Um, Oh, John Hunter Nemechek. We, we forgot to, to touch on that one. We've got John Hunter over Sheldon Creed. We had that at plus a hundred. I think Creed was pretty darn fast today. Yeah. What do you, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? I think um, I think John Hunter's gonna be okay. Um, yeah, they're starting relatively close to each other. Creed uh, is fourth, JHN is sixth. So you know they'll they'll be able to see each other. Creed's a guy that kind of has trouble staying out of the mayhem, and this is a track that we can get caught up in a lot of incidents. So. I mean, I guess John Hunter kind of qualifies for that as well, but Creed kind of just – I really – I don't know if Creed is uh, going to be able to control himself, hopefully for our sake. that <laughs> Hopefully just uh, – in my in my practice data, he was third best, and John Hunter was kind of stuck down there around 13th. So we qualified sixth, John Hunter, John Hunter did. So hopefully um, – I, I don't have much of a play on that now, but – if you're already in on it, then my hope is that Creed kind of just does his Creed things. And the guy is, uh, he just needs to kind of be a little more consistent for my liking. And he's a high volatility guy. So I'm fading him in matchups always feels okay. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a wild card and it, we, we bet on him a lot. Cause you know, we get value on him a lot and you know, we, you just kind of live with the result. I mean, he, he, does some boneheaded stuff. So now that we're betting against him, let's hope for the oh. boneheaded stuff to, yeah, to usually uh, when we bet Creed, it's on an outright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's he, he's a tough guy to get a read on for a for a head to head. But uh all right, so let's let's dive into this cup series. Um we put out 
you know, our, our sports line article uh, earlier this morning. Um, these guys practice, so some of these numbers are gone as well. But we've got the dinger, 12 to 1, leading the card. And we've got Daniel Suarez, 15 to 1, Cindric, 15 to 1, Chris Busher, 30 to 1. I really like this stable of guys. Absolutely. So you got AJ. I like this a lot because, like I said, we've talked about him a lot already in this show. He won uh, Xfinity last year. He's so far, he's been dominant in Xfinity this year. And so not all that great in practice today, but I think he'll be okay. If you remember last year at Portland, his car was absolutely atrocious. I mean, he was running off the road. He, he was complaining like crazy on the radio and they fixed it up during the course of the race. So I think he's got time to figure it out. I think we'll be okay. I think uh, cup series is generally pretty long. So hopefully he can figure it out and be all right. Yeah. I mean, he's an ace. He's an absolute ace. Um, you know, in that, that Portland race, I think we were at a, away on a bowling trip that weekend when that happened and I just remember, you know, being in the hotel room, just watching with all like, there's no way he's, he's going to run all these dudes down. Cause he was deep, deep in the field and he just stormed back, um, you know, and, and, and snatched that win. So he's just the best there is on the road courses. So uh, we've also got Suarez because like I said, if this year's rules applied last year, he probably would have won this race. You've got Sindrick who is um, kind of a specialist. I mean, he's, he's, been very very good on these road courses i think he has the second best average finish in last year's data set it was like 9.3 or something uh so that was incredible and then busher has the best average finish of anybody including chase elliott they're tied at nine he's got five top tens in the you know the six road courses last year he's an under the radar guy we're talking about the the strides that rfk has made if, if they find some extra ponies, this kid could win. Referring to Busher. Yeah. For sure. He, I, I believe he finished inside the top 10 at the Indy Road Course last year when the car was on fire and he refused to get out. <laughs> he didn't he let did. Out. That's right. <laughs> I, yeah. So, I mean, that was incredible. I, I mean, I, I couldn't believe he finished. I, mean, I think it was eighth that day. And. And I mean, Indy Road Course uh, is kind of similar to Turn One at Coda. They have that insanely wide Turn One that kind of funnels into a very short window of opportunity to get through it. So that's interesting there. That that's kind of relatable. But and and tip of the cap to Chris Busher that day because we had him for a top ten. So I mean, way to go to battle for us there, buddy. Yeah, that's a nice bonus when things like that happen. Yeah, kind of like Eric Jones last week when he, gets, he just drove straight through the middle, passed about eight cars in the final lap at Atlanta. He went if, full send. If you guys have, if you guys listening haven't seen that video, please go on there and check that one out and uh, find out how you cash an Eric Jones ticket last week. Unbelievable ride! I I I, I just couldn't believe it because you know I I checked the standings and you know I'm, I'm keeping tabs on our guys. I'm like, ah, he's he's deep. He's 17th or 18th we're we're toast here because it's not talladega i mean it's not two and a half miles it's not daytona it's a mile and a half and he he just he made some hay boy he was hauling the mail um so we'll, we'll just we'll move on to the top tens we've got busher we've got mcdowell 
Uh, McDowell plus 165, Busher plus 150. And then we got a super long number on Austin Dillon, six to one. Yeah, for sure. Um, for, we have um, Cindric I want to talk about a little bit more. Uh, we have him for a group as well. So I, I guess I'll cover both grounds there. Uh, Cindric was third best in uh, my practice metrics. And Cindric was a, is a guy that's kind of in the past has taken stage points. So you get him up front. He, he, should, he should be able to stay up front this time because he's not going to be pitting for those uh, stage uh, – well, staying out for those stage points and then being forced to start in the back. So that's kind of a kind of a last-minute uh, effort there for me to point out why I like Cindric a lot. Yeah, good. No, I'm glad you I'm glad you shared that. Um, and then we've got some some head to heads here, buddy. We've got Ross Chastain over Kyle Larson. We've got the Dinger over William Byron. We've got uh, Ryan Blaney over Alex Bowman, and then the Phil Special, Michael McDowell over Jordan Taylor. Any right. So, Go ahead. Yeah, I'll start with Ross Chastain. Um, do we, do we talk about the top tens yet or no? No. Well, we did talk. We, I mean, you mentioned Austin Dillon. Now, the Austin Dillon play is kind of just kind of leaning on Kyle Busch um, in that eight car with Reddick. So hopefully um, we get Austin Dillon kind of just hanging around enough to get that top ten there. But uh, yeah, just. Uh, I was just yeah, I was just gonna say um in the, the six road courses last year, Austin Dillon Dillon finished in the top ten twice. So math tells me, I mean there it's it's plus six hundred. There were six races. If you do it once, you break even. Mm-hmm. He did it twice, so that just means this is a stupid number. Agreed. So did yeah. want I did want to mention that. So Ross so back in back to the matchups. We have uh, Ross Chastain over Kyle Larson. Now, I don't know how you don't play Ross Chastain here because, um, especially now, you've seen how much speed he's had in the truck race so far. Uh, he won the race last year, so to me, just just feels like uh, a must play at plus money. Um, track house. I feel like this track benefits them pretty well for the long straights i feel like they have uh, the help from the um the hendrick guys with the uh with the engines so that, that long straight is beneficial to them i feel they're gonna be able to get gain that little bit of an advantage there i mean not not so much as, as an advantage but over the field they can definitely do that and uh should be equal to kyle larson regarding that Chastain's good at high wear racetracks, and I would say Coda's kind of medium to high wear racetrack as well. So this kind of fits him. Uh, he's in super good at this is not comparable too much, but you know, Darlington, mm-hmm. uh, one of his better racetracks, and that's super high wear. So I like Ch- this could be Chastain um, taking advantage of him being good on the tires and just knowing the layout, being good uh, overall here. Yeah, I mean, and, and Larson only won. He won on a road course last year, uh, and then he had a third-place finish. But, you know, after that, it was all 18th and deeper. So, I mean, um, his average finish is is not good. Um, so, you know, when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's super bad. So, uh, I like I like the consistency we get with Ross, especially we're going to dub him after this, I think, the king of Coda. Go ahead and cash this ticket for us, buddy. Yeah, Ross was second best as far as um... – 
I mean, we're talking about a short, shorter run, but he's still um, second best in the metric there. So signs point to him having repeat success. So that's good to see. Bingo. Uh, um, next one we got AJ over Byron. Yeah, and, I thought I thought they were pricing Byron in this matchup like like it was an oval. Yeah, I mean, I kind of I kind of feel the same way. I mean, we've seen. Hendrick is obviously pretty good at road course races in general, but I mean, Byron kind of sticks out to me as a top 10 guy. He doesn't really stick out to me as a guy that kind of dominates road courses like his competitor, uh, AJ here. So kind of this one was a play for me on AJ and kind of a little bit of fade on Byron. I feel like uh, he's getting some recency bias from his last couple wins and that kind of got baked into the play for the books. Yeah, Byron is is super super average. I think his average running position in last year's data set was, or his average finish was seventeen point seven. His average running position was seventeen. He had one top ten, I believe. So I mean, he hasn't been good on the road courses. I mean, he, he put it on the pole, I think, two years ago at a road course, but then he faded. So I mean, I would I mean, rather he always qualify as well for the most part. So that's yeah. not to be unexpected. He, he's a good qualifier. Uh, but I would just take the better racer here. This this felt like a no brainer. And when when you told me that this matchup was hanging, I I couldn't open the book fast enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love see. it. We added some some other plays today late that got that made it into the article, but they they got there late. We've got uh, Kyle Busch top five, Dinger top five, Jimmy Johnson top ten. That doesn't feel very good right now. Uh, Kyle Busch over Tyler Reddick. That one doesn't feel so good either. Uh, but we've got the winning manufacturer Chevy minus one twenty five, so that might be a little double dip with with the dinger. For sure, it's definitely. I would say that's a play. Really, I mean, you're getting three main guys there. You're getting, uh, you're getting Kyle Busch. You're getting Ross Chastain. Well, I guess more than three guys because oh, Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm targeting certain guys here. You know, you're getting you're getting Larson, Chastain, Dinger, Chastain. Uh, yeah, I mean. You, those are yeah, guys that you, that you definitely want to have back. And we, we didn't have a bet on Kyle Larson, but he was plus 650. He was the favorite. So that's the kind of a way to get in on Larson without directly betting on him. So we're kind of further exposing ourselves to, you know, guys like Ross, like AJ, like Suarez. But you're also getting a kind of a, a kind of a little bit of taste on Larson as well in case he – goes out and, and runs well like he like he could so yeah yeah so I, I like that play I think uh you know Tyler Reddick was a absolute rock, rocket ship uh today in practice but it was such a small data set um who knows what can happen over the long haul we've seen the Toyotas be really really bad last year um hard to believe that they've ironed out all those wrinkles in in just one off season um you know, mostly Reddick, referring to road courses. I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, so it it it's. I'm I'm not sold on Reddick. I know everybody on gambling Twitter's all over Reddick. So um, if you have a ticket, good luck to you. But I don't think that's how it's going to shake out. Yeah, I mean, for sure, we, we don't know at practice. I mean, we we saw Bubba Wallace up there. Um, and he, and he, he never seems to run well at road courses. And he was in my in my practice set. He was sixth best. So 
I don't think Bubba Wallace is going to be up there. I don't think Reddick is going to be, you know, Reddick, certainly we saw him dominate road courses last year, but small sample size. So uh, I, I'm not sure if you really need to rely too heavily on that. We don't know what's going to happen 20 laps into a run. Yeah, it's we could see the, the cars fall off. There's been rumblings that the Toyotas weren't great on the long haul. Uh, we kind of saw a dip in performance with, you know, Denny and Christopher Bell and uh, Truex. You know, those guys right. weren't, and, weren't. And those are guys that are, are yeah. Those sorry, those guys are, are. We don't see them all that far up the leaderboard. So if, if they're not up there, then you kind of maybe think that Bubba Wallace doesn't belong up there, or maybe Reddick doesn't belong up there. So. I wouldn't yeah, I mean, panic too much. Even Ty Gibbs is up there too in tenth. So I mean, these are guys that don't normally run up front. Well, Reddick does, but you know, Bubba, Bubba at a road course not normally up front. Ty Gibbs not normally up front yet in his Cup career. So, one hundred percent agree. So I I don't I don't mind that we don't have a Reddick ticket, and I'm not gonna rush to bet him at the the current number now. Uh, that that ship is sailed, and I'll just I'll hope those Toyotas fall off because we are invested in the Chevys and we love the Dinger. All right, that's all I have in my car, I believe. So, are we closing anything out with anything that's been updated? Yes, uh, the practice. Yes, yes, I've got uh, I've got qualifying odds for tomorrow. They have populated uh, since the beginning of the show. I know we were looking for them before we started. We've got some now. If you want to. Really? You know, take a couple swings here over at, at Rivers. Um, it looks like Tyler Reddick has opened up as a plus 160 favorite to, to nab the pole. Man, uh, Larson, man. that is crazy. Uh, Larson <laughs> is plus 350. Uh, Cindric is plus 800. Chastain plus 800. Kyle Bush 10 to 1. Suarez 10 to 1. You've got Dinger all the way back there at 16 to 1. Um, you could even look a little further. McDowell was strong in practice, 22 to one Blaney, 20 to one. What do you, do any of these look good? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of leaning Cindric here mixed with the day. Yeah, there's, there's, this is pretty chalky. Now I don't mind chalks, you know, chalk wins sometimes, but Reddick plus 160 is extreme. So that's that's disgusting. If you bet that, there's something wrong with you. We we know that Trackhouse hasn't been the greatest in qualifying, so I kind of don't want to go that direction. So that kind of leaves you with a couple main guys here. You're looking at um, you're looking mostly, I would say, Cindric plus eight hundred for sure. Yep, and probably probably AJ at sixteen to one. Okay. And maybe Ryan Blaney. He had the pole here. Was it last year? Or the year before? Yeah, it was last year. He had the pole. He was on. He was a pole sitter. So those are probably the guys that I would target here. Yeah, I I um I like the Cindric Almondinger uh, combo here for the for the bag. I feel like that is um, something that'll definitely find its way on our card tomorrow. Let me see. I, I would also consider Kyle Busch ten to one. Okay. Um, if, if if I turn on my fastest lap um, here, um, yeah, it looks like Reddick, Larson, Chastain, Kyle Busch fourth, 
McDowell is actually up there pretty good. You can get McDowell, the 22 to 1. He's been qualifying well. He, he qualified up front a lot last year in road courses. So if we if, McDowell. Um, if we take those guys, those uh, those four guys, let's call it Cindric, uh, Kyle Bush, Almendinger, Michael McDowell. You take those four and you, you bet uh, one unit. One of them wins the poll. You can profit 2.28 units, and that's a pretty good start to the day. If, if you use a Dutching calculator and uh, and just use those four guys in it, um, that's that's not a bad way to live. No, I, I know that's your favorite strategy. So, I'm honestly I'm good with those four guys and just seeing what happens. I like that. Done. We'll uh, we'll throw that in the book club and hopefully the listeners listeners uh, get in on it as well and and start yeah, the day well, off positively with us. Well, early early look for the listeners bingo uh steve do you have do you have anything else that you would like to add i don't have anything to add no i i've i've spilled it all on the table that's all i got yeah well that that sounds like arch's cat uh because that just knocked water all over his uh his every fucking where there it is there's arch he is not a happy camper never Uh, never happy you know that yeah, well, take care of that pussy, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and end this show. Uh, again, I would just like to reiterate: join the book club, the Dgens.net three day free trial. You get timely NASCAR picks in the book club. Timely, timely NASCAR picks. We don't forget; they're always there, right when we say they're going to be there. Uh, and you can bet along with us and celebrate. We're going to have a big weekend, gang. I feel it. I'm going to wear my lucky socks and my lucky slippers, and we're going to do this thing, Steve. Let's do this. There he is. Have a great (laughs) night, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.